0: Hey, What Not the Podcast. Pastor Wolfmuller here. This is the Sunday drive home from Fifth Sunday in Lent. We were talking on Sunday about the difficult words of Jesus where he says, if you want to be the greatest, you've got to be a slave to all. Oof. Reflecting on those hard words and how Jesus gives us, he gives us a bitter word and then the sweet word that even he comes, not to be served, but to serve. Stunning words. That's uh, That's what the conversation is about on the on the Sunday drive home, here is the audio. Sunday drive home. You know, one of the tests
1: of theological seriousness is how often Jesus is telling you things that you don't want to hear. I mean, it's just one of these things. If, if the Bible is a word from God, then we're going to expect that it doesn't agree with us all the time, right? I mean, if you were just reading the Bible, you're like, hey, that's what I thought. And you read it next page, and oh, that's what I thought. And you read the next page, you're like, oh, it agrees with me. Then you you maybe would start to wonder if it's from God or if it's just from yourself or from some dude who thinks just like you. But When we come to the Scriptures with a posture of theological humility which is difficult. I'm, I, please do not think that I'm setting myself as an example here. This is very difficult. If we come with a posture of theological humility, then we find ourselves, we find Jesus disagreeing with us or saying things that we don't want to hear. This happened a couple of weeks ago when Jesus says, if you want to keep your life, you got to lose it. And It happened again today. Mark chapter 10. Jesus, they're, they're going through around Samaria. They're almost at Jericho where Jesus heals Bartimaeus. They're on the way up. So they're on their way to Jerusalem. And Jesus pulls the disciples aside and he says, For the third time, we're going up to Jerusalem so that I can die. I'll be arrested, tried, handed over to the Gentiles, mocked, beaten, killed. And then I'm going to rise on the third day. And just to make sure we get that the disciples don't get it, then Mark says that James and John come to Jesus with the cra- saying the craziest thing. They say, hey, um, would you give us whatever we ask? It's like the trick that the kids play. Will you give me what I'm about to ask? They don't, they don't tell you what they're going to ask for before they date. They, they want to get a yes before they... <laughs> Can I pick the restaurant? Well, what are you going to pick? Just say yes. Can I eat what I'm holding behind my back? What are you holding? Just say yes. That's how they... James and John. Will you give us whatever we ask? And Jesus, instead of he says, Well, what do you want? And they say, They bring their mom into it, Matthew tells us, Salome. Let us sit at your right hand and your left when you come into glory. they're still thinking about the glory. The glory Messiah, the King Messiah, the the throwing out the Romans and taking up the throne of David Messiah. They're still thinking about a political, (laughs) earthly kingdom with a throne room, and they assume that there's going to be 12 thrones in that throne room, and they want to be on the most important ones. And later on, the other disciples get mad at James and John and, it's, and that is a good indication because that means that they wanted those seats too. Hey, who do you guys think you are asking for the... No, I was going to apply for that job. Right-hand man, left-hand man. <laughs> oh, boy. Then Jesus says, it's amazing. He's talking about his suffering and death and he uses the language of the Lord's Supper and Baptism. I don't exactly know what to make of that, but he says can you drink from the cup which I drink and can you be baptized with the baptism with which I'll be baptized with? And they say, sure can. And then Jesus says, surprisingly again, you will. You will suffer because of me, for me. James had his head cut off by Herod Agrippa, Acts chapter 12, verse two. John had all sorts of trouble even though he wasn't killed for the faith, he was exiled in Patmos and a bunch of other stuff. So they drank that cup, so do we. That's what it means to be a disciple. And then the other disciples get mad. This is where we're going because Jesus is going to give us the wallop. <clears throat> They're all mad at James and John and Jesus calls them all together and he says, Look, the Gentiles lord it over. That is a Greek word, "lorded over, para or something. It's the word kur- lord is in there and then being lord and katas an intensifier or against, it means against her. So, it's, it's only used four times in the Bible that word it's used in first it's used in, in Mark 10 and Matthew 22 those parallels and then it's used in First Peter 5 maybe verse 3 where it says pastors can't lord it over the flock and then it's used in Acts 14 or wherever the sons of Sceva are in Acts remember the sons of Sceva they were these seven Jewish exorcists and they're trying to they're trying to exorcise some demon in Ephesus and they come in there and they <clears throat> excuse me and they say hey demon get out of him by by Jesus who Paul preaches and the demon says <laughs> to these seven guys we know who Jesus is and we know who Paul is but who are you? Pow! <laughs> and, the, and the demon beats up the seven guys and they run out of the house stripped naked through the town of Ephesus. Ha <laughs> ha! We were in Ephesus a couple years ago, and I said, now just imagine these seven Jewish exorcists running by, woo, all wounded and limpy and beat up by the Jesus we know, Paul we know, who are you? (laughs) Oh yeah, that's the word for what the demons did to the sons of Sceva. Lorded over them. In other words, beat them down. The gentiles, those who are known as rulers amongst the gentiles, beat people down. And those who want to be the great men, the strong, the big guys, the what do they call them? The, the big man, the mighty men, the magnificent ones. They exercise authority over them, but then Jesus is explicit. It shall not be so among you, and then he says, if you want to be first, you have to be a servant. If you want to be first, you have to be a slave of all. I wrote it down so it could slap me around. Panton Dulos everybody's slave and I'll just confess to you that I do not want to be everybody's slave but I don't have a choice do I because I belong to Jesus and that's what Jesus says here's the thing I'm like look the Gentiles they want everybody to be their slave I can say, I don't necessarily want that either. I just want everybody to be free. You do you, I'll do me. If you want to be free, be free. (laughs) That's fine by me. I don't need to have anybody else as a slave. But that's not the option that Jesus gives. His command, love your neighbor as yourself, puts us at debt. Now in a very profound sense, the Christian is free, freest of all. We're free from death. We're free from sin. We're free from the fear of death. We're free from the bondage of the devil. We're free from the hopelessness of this life. We are set free. We are no longer slaves to sin, Jesus says. If the Son sets you free, you'll be free indeed. Paul says, you have been set free. Let no one enslave you again. But he also says, don't let your freedom be a cloak for vice, but serve one another. That might be Peter, that one. So we are set free from all of these things so that we might be servants, that we might be fearless slaves. that looks like, I don't know, but... Probably always looks different than how it is. Now I think... I'd love your comments, by the way, on that, slaves of all, what that means. It reminds me of the little couplet that Luther gives when he starts his little essay, Freedom of a Christian someone remind me, we republished that so you can download it for free, Luther's Freedom of the Christian or on Christian Freedom, where it says the Christian is the most free of all servant to none and then also the Christian is the most humble of all servant of all and Luther wrestles through what that means, according to faith we're servant to none, we belong to Jesus and according to love we're servant of all we're busy spending our lives for other people, for our neighbors. Yeah, Jesus gives us that bitter pill to swallow, and then he, and then he gives us, he follows it with a spoonful of sugar. So one of the hardest verses comes for us right next to one of the most beautiful verses, which is that right there in Mark chapter ten, verse like forty-two. You have to be slave of all, for even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve. Who And to give his life as a ransom for many. Many, this sounds Calvinist because it's like... Many but not all, but this is not many as opposed to all. This is many in the sense of for the multitude. Jesus came to give us give his life as the as the ransom price for the multitudes. We it's amazing that we get this so backwards. We think, well, we should try to serve God, but we want our neighbor to serve us. And Jesus says, just take that and exactly reverse it. Uh, Your God is going to serve you and you're going to serve your neighbor. And this is still how Jesus is. Still he comes to serve. Still he's among us as the one who serves. Still he shows up not to be served but to serve. To give his life. So that we servants have a God who serves us. Can you imagine? Jesus puts us down low. He must be slaves of all. But then he goes even lower and says, I'm going to serve you. God who is always more humble than we are. And that's His glory. <laughs> and He lets us sit next to us. He lets us sit next to Him in it, seated in the heavenly places. Well, Let's rejoice in these words together, shall we? That Jesus makes us slaves of all, but then he comes to serve all and forgive our sins. Giving his life as our ransom to set us free. (laughs) Uh, God be praised. Sunday drive...
0: Thanks for being a podcast listener. I just got to note that this is available on iTunes now. So if you're listening on iTunes, thanks. Uh, If you can review and rate this podcast on whatever you use to get your podcast, that's cool. Helps other people find out what we're doing. All the theology and all the different stuff ends up on wolfmuller.co. So that's a cool place to go and visit. And the Wednesday whatnot, which I normally send out on Saturdays, but don't tell anybody. uh, My free weekly-ish newsletter. Uh, comes out. You can sign up for that at the website as well, wolfmuller.co slash Wednesday or whatever. You can find it. hanging around there. Let me know what you think. And if you have emails or anything that you would like to get a hold of me regarding, you can do that also at the website, wolfmuller.co slash contact. You see the button there on the website. It'd be great to hear from you. I'm goofing around with other stuff. What to do with this podcast. So I've got some cool ideas. Just, so expect the unexpected uh, in the weeks to come. And don't forget it's Holy Week coming up. So if you don't have a church, let us know and we can help you find one close by. Otherwise, don't forget to go to the church Thursday, Monday, Thursday, Good Friday, Sunday. Not this week, but next. That'll be great. God be praised for his mercy and kindness to us in Christ. Talk to you soon.